Welcome to the More Than a Pastor Show with Rich Avery. If you're tired of feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry, you're in the right place. This show is about helping you reimagine your calling so you can enjoy the life, impact, and income you were made for. And now your host, marathon runner, In-N-Out burger lover, and a guy who's more than a pastor, Rich Avery. Hey, welcome to More Than a Pastor. I'm Rich Avery. Stick around and I'll show you how to turn your ministry know-how into sustainable income for your family through a business or side hustle you love so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. I'm so glad you took the time to join me today. If you're new to the show, you can learn more about me, get the show notes for today's episode, and download some free resources to help you thrive in these uncertain financial times over at morethanapastor.com slash 11. That's the number 11 for episode 11. Well, I've got a question for you to start off the show today. Have you ever made a commitment to do something new, like start going to the gym four days a week, for example, or walk 10,000 steps a day, or maybe there's some other goal? And you started out really strong, but then you let a little time creep in between doing the thing. Maybe some circumstances got in the way, and before you know it, you're totally out of the habit. And then you beat yourself up, wishing you could get it going again, but something keeps holding you back. Yeah, me too. I hate to admit it, but I started a podcast, as you well know, and I was really committed to it for several months, but then I pod faded. Well, if you've never heard of the word pod fade or pod pod fading, I've got a definition for you. Pod fading is when a podcaster stops podcasting all of a sudden and without any notice. To me, pod fading is kind of like passing gas in church. It's definitely not intentional, not really something you'd planned on doing. It just happened. And once it happens, there's, there's no hiding it, is there? Because everyone else around you knows that it happened. And I've learned that pod fading happens to most podcasters at some point in their journey. But did you know that the majority of podcasters will quit creating their new podcast after only seven episodes? Yeah, I think that's sad, but it's true. But hey, I pod faded not after seven, but after 10 episodes. So I've definitely got that going for me. Well, I'd like to talk about what are some of the causes of pod fade. And there are many reasons why podcasters end up pod fading. I'll tell you what mine were as well. But here's some of the reasons that I've learned. Some podcasters just run out of energy. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort and creativity to come up with new content on a regular basis. And so for some people, they feel like they've just kind of run out of energy to be able to, to do that. And they just take a break for a while, waiting for that energy to re-engage, and it just never does. Some podcasters run out of something new to say. And this is especially true if it's a solo show that doesn't have any guests. I mean, if you have guests on a regular basis, they create the content for you. You're interviewing them, asking for their experience, their 
expertise, their stories, their tips, things like that. But if you've got a solo show at some point, some people just run out of something new to say and they they pod fade and they're waiting for that inspiration to come back to them again. Some podcasters question whether anyone cares about what they have to say or if they're really making a difference. You know, when you're starting a podcast, maybe maybe you have your own podcast, you've experienced this, or maybe you've you've never had one. But as a pastor, you probably know that you you felt the same thing that you're wondering, am I really connecting with people? Am I really saying something that's going to help them? Do they really care at all about what I have to say that the Lord has given me to share with them? And am I really, really making a difference? Some podcasters run out of courage to say what they need to say, to go public with their thoughts, their feelings, insecurities, and failures. I think as pastors, that happens to us sometimes as well. We know we have a message we're supposed to say, but you know what? It might make us look bad. It might reflect on us poorly or our family or our situation. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of pastors are afraid to talk about money because a lot of pastors are struggling financially. And that's one of the topics that I definitely am passionate about and want to talk more about on this show, how to help pastors create more income outside the church to provide for their family. You know, for everybody, we run out of time. And so a lot of pad, a lot of podcasters run out of time to record, produce, and publish new episodes on a regular basis. Some podcasters do it every day, and man, that's a lot of work. Some do it every week. Some are a couple times a week. Maybe some do it once a month or just when the inspiration hits them. But to be honest, it takes a lot of time to record, to put the thoughts out there, to produce it, to add the intro and outro to be able to put it on the website and and post it on iTunes and all that, or Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and Google, all, all those things. So some podcasters just run out of time and they give up. The last one really surprises me and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I don't really know how to set it up. Some podcasters are afraid of success. They're afraid of being successful with their message, and so that leads them to self-sabotage. You know, I think each of these reasons I've shared are understandable, uh, except I think maybe the last one. Why in the world would we be afraid of success? I mean, who can complain or fault you if you run out of time or you run out of energy or you feel like you got nothing left to say? Everyone can understand that, but... Doing something that actually keeps you from uh, enjoying the success you've created, being afraid of your own success, I think that's messed up. And yet it really is a real thing. And it's a real common thing called the upper limit problem. And it's described in a book called The Big Leap by author Gay Hendricks. In The Big Leap, Hendricks explains that each of us has in our own minds an upper limit as to how much joy, success, happiness, love, and money we're really worthy of receiving or achieving in our lives. And so when we reach that limit or when we even exceed that limit, many of us begin to self-sabotage in order to keep from going too far, in order to really achieve the success we subconsciously believe we're not worthy 
of achieving. If you'd like to learn more about how the upper limit problem holds us back and how we can overcome it, check out episode six of the More Than a Pastor show. So why did I pod fade? When I started my podcast, my intention was to release a new episode each week. And then it stretched to every couple weeks because, you know, I took on some new responsibilities at church. I had been the, the, local, the local and global outreach pastor for many years. And of course, during COVID, I wasn't really able to travel, uh, well, at all. Uh, for for the last two years, and so internationally, and so that had been uh, a source of frustration for me personally because I've loved the relationships I've been able to nurture with our partners overseas, and and there are so many ways you can connect with them via Zoom or WhatsApp and things like that. I don't mean to discount those, but there is nothing like being face-to-face, belly-to-belly, enjoying coffee, tea times, meals together, and really what I love the most, and where often you've probably experienced this, it's the meetings between the meetings. It's those moments when the official meeting is done, when you have heart-to-hearts with people, that's where you really connect, and those are things I've treasured, and you just don't get that on Zoom or WhatsApp or any kind of... um, any kind of connecting uh, online like that. So when I started my podcast, my intention was to release an episode each week, but then um, I ended up taking on some new responsibilities because I wasn't traveling. Uh, We had a children's ministry position that was open, our children's pastor position, and I volunteered uh, that I could help uh, with the children's ministry until we had a new uh, children's pastor in place. So for about six months, I was the interim children's pastor, and that just left me with a lot less time and energy. You know, it was something that I did enjoy doing. I'm passionate about caring for kids and families, and, and it was great to get our services going again after COVID. It was in November of 2020 that we relaunched in-person services. All that summer of 2020, um, from like May on, like the weekend after Mother's Day until November 1st, we were outdoors. We had outdoor services, two on Sundays, and they were a lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. But then November 1st, 2020, we came back in the building and wanted to restart children's ministry, so my job was to get that going uh, pretty quickly uh, with the best that we could, at least the K through fourth graders. So anyway, it was great, but it really just kind of wore me out. You know, um, I I was able to do it, but it wasn't really my sweet spot, and so I found that it was just eating up a lot of time and a lot of energy that probably someone who was super passionate, who that was their thing, it wouldn't have taken that much time or energy for them. But anyway, uh, so for me, it just, uh, I ended up just kind of putting the podcast on hold because of that, and then I just never got really back to it. Um, But really another reason, not just because of the time or energy, I think I did run out of courage to share a message that I really did feel God gave me to share, but I didn't, I just wasn't sure I was ready to share it because I thought it might be controversial for some in the church to hear. I don't mean like my church, uh, although it definitely could be there, but I mean in the church uh, in America at least. And because it does have some political uh, overtones to it, and I don't really want to get into political or theological debates here, and you and I both know that Christians are really good about getting into political and theological debates, aren't we? 
So I ended up taking a while to try to put into words what I felt God had wanted me to say in a way that hopefully wouldn't be too polarizing. But I ended up getting stuck for way too long. And I just got out of the habit of creating and producing new blog posts and podcast episodes all together. So the good news is that my pod fade gave me pause, gave me some time to, well, to borrow a phrase from Star Wars, to go home and rethink my life, to uh, do some self-reflection on my purpose in launching this podcast and blog and, and who I want to help and, and why. You see, when I launched More Than a Pastor, I had a general idea. I wanted to help pastors who felt like they were at a crossroads. They had a vision for what their life and ministry would be like by by now, but they hadn't gotten there yet. And to be honest, they're just not sure that they ever will, that it's even possible for them. Pastors who feel like something's missing, and as great as their church ministry may be, they still, and as much as they feel called to it, they still feel called to something more in, in their life, in the impact that they can make, in their income and how they can provide for their families. And so then during this time where I paused or pod faded, I began to reflect and think more and more, is that is that a good enough uh, niche or do I need to niche down a little bit further? And a lot of people, when they talk about setting up uh, an online platform, they, they suggest you try to be as as niched down as possible because yeah to be honest i mean i want to help everyone just like we're pastors in our churches or in our communities we want to help everyone in the community or everyone in the world but we got to narrow it down okay we want to help the people right here in our immediate community or narrow it down more we want to help the people right here in our neighborhood or in certain neighborhoods that we feel called to and and or maybe we want to focus more on single parents or whatever or or immigrants you know whatever that might be and so we niche down into something where we want to be uh, especially more effective. And in doing that, it doesn't mean we can't serve the others. It just means that we're more focused in our time and energy and on who we do want to serve in and how we want to show up. And so for me then, um, I began to think, I wonder if I might be more effective if I niche down a little bit more and focus on serving pastors who want to create sustainable income for their family outside the church. And you know, there are many times when we pastors need to create more money for our family. We might have emergency like medical bills we have to pay, or sometimes there's just a gap between what the church pays and what our expenses are. Uh, doesn't really matter sometimes. Like my wife and I, we had five kids. I mean, we could have five kids, 10 kids. We don't get paid any more for this position than the family that has no kids or, or two kids. And so, you know, there are realities where pastors need to create more at times. And so some pastors struggle with whether that's even okay and if it is okay, could they have their own business? And if so, um, are they are like are they geared toward becoming an entrepreneur? Do they have what it takes? And if so, what kind of business would be right for them to do? And how to do it in a way that that doesn't take away from their ministry but complements it. So those are the things I really felt like I wanted to help focus in on more and help pastors that are in that situation. They want to create sustainable income for their family outside the church. And, you know, we can do that in any number of ways. We can become, we can just take any job working at 
a retail store or driving for Uber or doing like Amazon delivery or driving a school bus. A lot of pastors do that just for the insurance, you know, uh, for their family. But what if we could take the skills we've developed in ministry and translate those or leverage those into the marketplace in a in a business that would provide more for our family, that would serve more people and help grow our impact in our community and world. So those are some of the things I'd like to focus on here in the future for my my podcast and my my coaching to help pastors create more income, sustainable income. And so maybe you want to create more because you've got a gap that you want to meet. Maybe it's you need an extra $500 a month, how to do that. Or maybe you want to replace your ministry income. Maybe you're concerned like I am, and I think we should be, that the church economics are changing and that churches are not going to be able to survive on tithes and offerings alone going forward. And I don't mean to be an alarmist or to say that the end of the church is near, but I just think, though, end of the church as we've known it in the last 100, 150 years is is near, and that there's going to be some big changes economically in how churches are funded and how pastors are paid or how they provide for their families. So those are some things I want to be talking a lot more about going forward. So my my pod, Fade, gave me this opportunity to refine my message for this show, to refine my website and the resources that I'm producing. And that's another reason why it's just taken me a while to release uh, new content. So I'm really glad to be back and to have some more clarity for myself on who I want to serve and how I want to show up and serve others. And I do, again, want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. It really does mean a lot. And I'd like to ask a couple of favors. Uh, Would you be willing to let me know what's your biggest question or challenge when it comes to creating income outside of your church? Do you think it's okay for pastors to work outside the church, or do you think it's not? Or are you wondering if it's okay for you, or what kind of business might be right for you. I just would love to know, what's your biggest challenge or question when it comes to creating income outside the church? And I'd love it if you could email me and let me know that. That would be a huge help. You can email me at rich at morethanapastor.com. So next time, what would you do if your church suddenly wasn't able to pay you? or your salary needed to be drastically reduced. I think many churches and pastors will soon face that financial reality. And in the next episode, we'll be kicking off a new series on why I think co-vocational pastors are the future of the church in America. And what you and I can do right now to get ready so we can serve God and provide for our families no matter what. I do hope to see you then. But before we go, I do have a free resource that I'm offering during this series, and it's called How to Know if Starting Your Own Business is Right for You. And in it, I share the top 12 signs that you just might be ready to start your own business. You can download your free copy today at morethanapastor.com slash biz, that's B-I-Z, morethanapastor.com slash B-I-Z. Well, that's it for this episode of the More Than a Pastor Show. If you enjoyed it, would you do me a favor and subscribe and give us a review on Apple Podcasts? That's a great way to support the show, and it only takes a few seconds. And as always, you can find my 
contact information, show notes, and useful um, resources over at my website at morethanapastor.com. And then you can, if you want to get the notes for today's episode, just go to slash 11. That's the number 11. And until next time, remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life in ministry. Let's work together to create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.